Jesus is the way. If you have some questions in the corner of your mind, things you can't remember and peace you cannot find, then Jesus is the answer for your world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is your way. Good morning, Manoa. Good morning, America. Good morning, Alvernia. Good health. Good health. It'll separate those that are not for God. Before you need a bomb, before you need a law, good health, that's the winner. Longevity, you'll be around when your enemy's gone if you have good health. But if you're depending upon the same kind of medicine, ouch. I'm two ouches too late. The bombs. The guns. The crime. God judges sin and rewards for not doing it. I don't know where you got the rest of this bullshit. It's probably from that third ouch. But I'm learning an awful lot, people, about us. I'm so glad it was a gradual evolvement. I evolved gradually. As the scripture says in Peter. And what has happened to us is that we thoroughly realize that we're all in this mess. Every living human being. So if you were to take every nation and every nationality, they've been bullshitting. Every person, when you led up beside God's full word, F U L L. We are failing as human beings. And we're covering our own butts with blame. But what God has done, if you have a revised edition, I'm going to give you two pages. 
Now, I gave you the wall and showed you that you gave you the picture. You're in an excavated ditch created by man. Not natural disasters, man's disaster with his thought life. He always thought. He could love everyone just by being born. It has never been possible. Satan created that bullshit in his world. How do you get in Satan's world? Be born. You don't have to wonder what's going on. Why do they think that way? Why would they think we would think that way? Bullshit. We all think that way. Until we are changed. You want God to use the church to force you to change your mind. You don't let your mother put the diaper on the same way the second time and you can't even think. Your little nasty hand go right down there in the poop. Because you don't know it stinks. And your mama telling you it stinks, it don't stink to you. Matter of fact, you'll look at it. Pull it all up close to your eyes. See, ain't nobody taught you none of this bullshit. But Mary didn't take a chance. Oh yeah, you know I was going there. You should know it by now. God did not take a chance that Mary could doubt. Mary wasn't going to get tempted to the fourth step. Satan would have did all of us. All right. Now, I wanted to start something this morning. This is family labor. Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon, spiritual aims and political prestige. Thursday night, the wise club. God's babies, Mary's babies, and my babies. Every Thursday. But now it's time to start. Now I won't write in the book yet. I want you to have it so we can write together. We build it together. Good morning, colleagues. Yeah, dirty. <laughs> I told you you want there'll be days you wish you didn't know me. Because God will say what he has to say for all mankind. That's what's wrong with America. This bullshit. When you join God, you are a usable vessel when he says so. Not because of your boss. Not because of your job. Not because of your husband, your wife, your children, anybody else. This is the big leagues. Up here, you walk in the truth. Every part of your life and once you get there somebody's gonna keep you there just try to back out once I never knew him Peter tried it ain't you the guy who was with Jesus Lord are you out of your mind that lunatic that woman said I saw you I saw you with him now, I never received a piece of mail from any of my colleagues, but I sent out over the years to every one of you. Never got a note, never got a letter. So what did we do? 
we did what God founded us to do, to be different. We spiritually learned to use our continents, didn't we? Don't answer that. You had the rest of them fools trying it. And that's what's got us stalemated. You want to know what got us stalemated? I'm talking to my colleagues. The rest of you sit down and wait a minute. Now look, listen to me carefully. They tried to copy the elder after I told them not to do it. They're Japanese. You know what it has to do with? Sony and the recording industry. The repeating industry. CBS. I know when you started it. You can't stop it. That's always elders' fear. You think you have control over what God is doing. And you do not. That means you're serving your God. I suppose that's honorable. It's none of my business. I won't put it down. That's your God. And he will send you to his heaven or hell. But when you cross over into this territory, you're walking on the rice paper you created. You can't stop, Negro. You know why the Japanese can't stop trying to take this? They have white niggers and black Negroes. And they're under contract. Stay there! You are a hindrance to the progress of the United States of America. God's not going to stop. Even if I do. God is going to correct this situation or replace you as the leading country and the leading people. You got that, white boy? That's exactly what God said he's going to do, and you wa you're watching it progress, aren't you? That's because you never knew. Now, here's your way out. There's nothing racially in the Bible. It never was there. Let me repeat it again. There are no racial connotations in the Holy Scriptures. Never has. What about the Jew? I told you you don't know God. There's never been a racially led instruction from God Almighty in this entire Bible. It took 25 years to be able to stand in any Christian's face and say, you have been wronged. Repent. Repent. This book has nothing racially in it. If you did anything, it was Satan. You're going to have to deal with it. Now, it's not as though I didn't show you things that we did wrong and inherited from our parents going all the way back to the beginning. So to make it safe in your home, I'm going to continue with crime, which you now know is sin. And you'll be free to judge or at least make judgment, but please keep it behind your own door. That's what Dr. Martin Luther King was trying to tell you in your infant stages. And he died because of it. Please keep it behind your own door.
You know, I'm black, be good and black at home before you go out that door. Oh, you're black outside of the door. And you raise hell and you're band together. What are you inside the door? Indian? Mexican? This is America. You have that freedom to be decent, honorable. That's the white man's freedom. You're ignorant. But don't worry. His children grew up fighting those black universities and colleges and their educational system. There ain't no God there. And vice versa. Yale, Harvard, Howard, and Hampton. You're 40 to 50 years old. The leading enforcer, doer, implementer is Italian. He's a male. He's the answer because he believes he's Catholic. To be Catholic, you must be a Christian. To be a Christian, you must be born again, mister. Or you can't think what you're reading. And you know what you'll do? You'll band together with the black and we'll go against the German. While the Japanese who can't grow, hear me well. First of all, they'd have to fill part of the ocean to get more land. They ain't got enough high-rise can go safe enough to have a lot more babies. And every time they get out of line, all the way around the little island, God stops them. Who's God? Our God, dummy! They switched your blood straight over against your brother, the Muslim, who is in the book. Any Japanese in here? Any Chinese? Hear me! There are no racial connotations in here. God formed his people spiritually, not racially. And since the beginning, as you want to grow, you got to deal with that. We're going to deal with that right now. It's a crime against the Holy Scripture. It's the biggest one that we who are alive can commit. It's the biggest sin we can commit daily, globally, to consider continuing to act and build upon the fact that somewhere in this Bible you got an idea that is, there are racial connotations and there are not and never have been. Thank God you're not dead. I told you your mammy and daddy went to hell. Like it or not. Now you're going to have to sit down and explain this to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren because I'm going to teach them babies the truth about Almighty God. You can do what you want to. You can keep them from getting it. You can force them not to believe it. Nevertheless, it's a release of the faith of God in his people. All right.
You'll need two sections of the revised edition of the Rhythm of Life. You'll need to start on page 28 of section 1, the Rhythm of Life. You'll need two Bibles. Now you leave depth to run your home. We'll just use what I use, the Thompson chain. Put it away. That's when you can run your home as a spiritual leader. That's where you're going to end up getting hungry and having to dig deeper to please your own appetite. Right now, I'm trying to teach you what's nutritious to your spirit and get you a foundation for your tightest home. Never forget why I'm doing this. For your home. That's why God created. Then you go and make the church better and throw them bums out like I told you. Get out your line. Only what you've learned over the last two years, you don't have to say it verbally. The spirit will beat you there. And they start looking at you all strange. Who do you think you are? Don't answer. Love them. See, that's what Christ did. That's what we were doing. But now it's time to explain it. The church is splintered so far that you would assume that a 30,000 member church would be spiritually strong when in all actuality it's one of the weakest churches for the purpose of serving God. Worshipping. You got too much stuff to do. Too many people to please. Now, We'll get to that this afternoon. Page 28 came before. Guilt. Everybody saved right now at this moment can easily say, God forgave me, I'm no longer guilty. Do you know how you got guilty? And how many steps got to that point? Or did Satan tell you, Oh yes, he's never been saved, so he's guilty. Bullshit. Was Abel guilty? Was all those good people guilty? What were they guilty of? The inability to take the words that require other people to understand why they're so different and how they can stay good in this sin sick sick world and then the requirement to join the church is just like baptism so you can say it because in revelations it'll tell you those who overcome came overcame by the confession of their tongue and the blood of Christ now I don't understand all this junk but then I had that mindful business list. I had to cut some of you loose. No. See, you, you, you mind other people's business and you know it. You've joined forces with nations that are actually enemies of the United States of America. And you have power and influence. You're just running off at the mouth. I have to cut you loose. I have to get, it, get you out of my inner circle. That's what Jesus did to Judas. You do realize that, don't you? 
Jesus Christ, God, simply said, out of my presence. He said he wasn't going to lose but one, and that was predicted. And all he did is what's done to you spiritually now. And you become spiritually dead. Some of you have been made alive and died again. Simply because the Spirit says, out of my presence. You can't fellowship with satanic people. You cannot do it. And it's worse now. You pass through 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. 1st and 2nd Peter. You know that it's influencing you. And you expect your child to be willing to live as a child of God. When you weaken that, you're between 40 and 50 years old, you're male, you're Italian, you think you're Catholic, you're not Catholic because you have not been born again, therefore you're not a Christian. In order to be a Catholic, you must be born again so that you can be a Christian Catholic because all Christians of Catholic persuasions are born again. And you have these humongous numbers, 62 million, 98 million, 90, almost 90% of all of them in Mexico. Those that are scared to death where we're bombing and killing and getting shot. Catholics. Alvernia. We can do something about this. Let the sisters do the praying. You got some learning to do. I don't mean any harm to you. Now, write this down. Page 28. In the Rhythm of Life, Section 1. And page 8, in section M, Menopause, the Hand of God, page 8. Now these are the two things you're absolutely going to have to learn as the elder lets you live on, enjoy your life, and make this country a better place for everybody in this globe as well. And we'll be able to let our leaders lead. Haven't you seen the real problem? Ask Mr. Clinton. Ask the current president's father and then ask this president. You as a people do not let anyone lead. I like the red horse. Hello horse. I like that model. That's why I stick with you. That's why I stuck with you. That's why God sent me to you. Lead, follow, or get the hell out the way. Your leaders can't do anything. They got to ask you before they go. They got to ask you while they're there, and then they got to come back and explain to you why your enemy didn't say, well done, thou good and faithful leader. He brew bullshit, based it on, now watch, there's no use lying. There was a way in which God went from race to faith, when he started with faith, and you thought, and were taught, and then taught in your home to your children that there were racial connotations in the holy scriptures of God 
That is a lie out of the pit of hell. But if you check other gods, people who believe in other gods, those other nations, it's in their Bible. I'm going to say it again, but there was no America. There was no country like this. There's never been a country like this. There's never been a place like this, never been a people like you. And just because the people were bringing God from the old country. I'm going to prove to you again with Bethlehem Steel and Stilton, Pennsylvania, and those immigrants who brought their faith here and built a large industry and, well, how could they accept those colored people? After all, they know what was done to them because there was no racial connotations in the Bible. Never has been. Few knew it. But you began to entertain Oriental gods. You began to entertain and you threw, now I got a problem, you threw the Koran in with instruction manuals of people of other gods. You did it racially, not faithfully. You didn't sin there. You committed a crime against your own scriptures. But what you have done now is those were human beings and their faith is in their method of talking to our God. That's not our God. Bullshit. It is. There is only one God. Now you have to deal with the fact that these people, Ishmael is in your Bible. And these are people. And because you think there's racial, what do you think Buddha is going to do? Let you join hands with the Muslims? I tried to tell you when you aimed for China over eight years ago. You stepped right over your spiritual brother and God was wroth. You still don't admit they're God's creation. No, no. See, they're like wild animals. I read your damn books. And it's a lie. You need to do what I do. Go find the book, get some white out, and white it out. Because it's wrong. And now, you, you, let me get to the Catholic a minute. See, you think those that missed a few things are laying in purgatory. And you're praying for them. Bullshit. They're dead. And when they leave there, if they did not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they will burn in the lake of fire. I don't care if it's your mother, grandmother, grandfather, your children. I don't care. The Bible does not fit your next thought. You got to deal with it. Or Mary's a lie. And Mary's our only answer. Let me tell you, we got one solution, Mary, and two questions. You ready? Knowing Mary and what actually happened. And why don't you want to be equal with the Jew? Ever. 
Never has anybody but a Jew and half of them run out on each other. Now, why have you never wanted to be equal with a Jew? Because you misconstrued somewhere in the Holy Bible, it might have been 2,000 years ago, 50,000 years ago, that there are racial connotations in this Holy Scripture. And that is a lie of Satan. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And our churches have gradually evolved until the Ku Klux Klan and the NAACP are equal. Neither one of them wants to be equal with the Jew. Now you had to have this because this is what you've created and I knew you couldn't see it. There's no way to do this except include everyone and speak to anyone. Or God's spirit will not correct it. He will not touch it. Can you picture God saying the same words every day? for 4,000 years waiting for a group of people to believe it okay now you have that ouch did you put that thing on the, it ain't none of my business it's your house your family if you're going to stay in the house, I won't bother you. Hold up your right hand. No, I had Marilyn said, put your hand over your heart. <laughs> Tell me, do, do, do you intend to stay in the house forever? You can't never go outside your door. If you promise me that, I won't bother you. Did you put that piece of paper over the mirror instead of? you had I bet you didn't sleep a wink <laughs> you're waiting on a pill a pill controlling what well my body bullshit it's your mind the danger is your real need for it is addictive spirit you're an addict now you ready? Satan. You can get cute and water down the meaning. Truth of the matter is you need Satan's medicine for God's body. Now stop getting it all mixed up. On Sunday is God's body. Wednesday is God's body. When it hurts you finally say, as if you can skip over six days a week taking that medicine oh God I need you no he wouldn't do that he does do that or you wouldn't take the pill the next day that's reverent fear of God he ain't gonna never give it up for anybody well Japanese get sick Chinese get sick Koreans get sick let's narrow it down to the problem in America white folks and black folks get sick who's going to pick the cotton black folks didn't get sick why didn't they get sick they sure didn't have masses medicine and seldom had a doctor they had that 
Get up. Yeah, but they had faith in it. It worked because they had faith in it. I, 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 bullshit. You kept getting educated and getting white and refusing to accept it. Pretty soon your hair wasn't nappy. Preacher Brown said one day down there, you heard me tell this. I was driving in Baltimore, me and a white fellow friend of mine. The window, <laughs> the window was down and all these black people was waiting. And I hadn't been in the city where a lot of black people in a long time. Harrisburg ain't got no black people, got a handful. But I'm talking about where it is. I mean, everybody's black. We pulled up at the red light. Preacher Brown said, Where all the never-haired niggas at? My friend, I won't call his name. I mean, he fell out laughing. He was white and turning red. And I'm in the passenger seat next to the curb. And all of my, I wasn't calling brothers. All them niggas was looking at me. I was scared. I didn't know whether to laugh, or but, but I didn't say it. Preacher Brown was preaching, and he was telling the truth. You got white hair. Why did you do that? Because you wanted it. Where did you live? In America. You wanted freedom, and you took it step by step. Then when you got it, what gets me is you said, I don't have it. Hell, you gradually evolved into being the white content person you are. 38 million of you. And you let one little white man, well, no matter what you do, you better get away from me, only don't say it. Just look at him. When are you going to let God do your talking? You're fighting. So you're way out there now. God will do it for you. You've been singing it for years. You don't believe it. Well, God ain't gonna give you no sin. Let me repeat it. You take a deep breath, and the thing you asked for this morning is permeated with sin if you're an American. I'm gonna tell you the honest God truth. Glory to God. See, it, whatever you asked for as an American this morning, you didn't take care of that business God told you to do. So you're asking in sin. You're asking amiss because you're still sinning. You will not correct this mess you got going on globally. You won't even get together. You don't even discuss it unless you throw it in Satan's world to be debated. That's sin to a Christian. Now how many Christians we got in this country? Not many do we. Road's narrow, ain't it? Beginning to realize in your neighborhood and in your church that few are on it. Don't fight it. Teach them. How? Ready? I'll show you how to dispatch an army. You know how God sends his angels out? You need to send your family out the door well equipped. Dress properly. And let them live. Well, this is when you run into so-and-so, this how you witness. They ought to tell you, I see you, Mom. You know, teenagers, right when they know how to peek, 
they stop taking your boule, don't they? That's your advice. Because it won't work with their secular, scriptural, and spiritual education. They're not ignoring you. They love you. But you're you. And you're secular, scriptural, and spiritual. No, I'm not. And you, you're 45 years old. You can't sit your daughter down and tell her, well, now, see, Mary did so. You, you can't do none of these things. And so you want to force someone to wait until you get it in order. There's only one area that can happen spiritually. You can do it secularly by keeping them out of schools, keeping certain books from them. Come on people, I'm telling you something you're do you've done, you're doing, and it must change. It won't work on the colored people around the globe. It has long not been needed, nor has it worked in the black neighborhoods in the United States of America. But they still playing that bullshit from down south, which I thought they outgrew. Man, that white man see you with something. If he think you too smart, you go to hell. You ain't wasting God's life in me. I told you that 25 years ago. I showed you that 60 years. Absolutely not. Driving old cars, see, they won't know. Uh, live in a certain way, they're bullshit. What did you tell God? While you did that, while you're doing that. I said, what did you tell God? How did you thank him? Went in church and... Every Sunday. Then went to bed every Friday. Had babies every four or five years. Same old bullshit. 38 million black people as phony as a $3 bill. You'll have to repent. And you can't use the world as an excuse. I've been teaching the believer and the non-believer for almost eight years now. They know what you know. I told you I was going to tell them what the church was doing. Because God said tell it. That's his name. Now let's clear it up right now. This deceit and masquerading in the Prince Hall Masons. Listen up, brothers. Let me say something to you. Now, you know how I mean brothers and keep it clear for everybody so I can do my job. I'm not an official Mason. But let me tell you what you must stop and why. Labor. You're the best known worker in the United States of America. Racially. You got it somewhere mixed up in here that that's how God created you and what he created you for. Bullshit. He created you to be a man or a woman. Period. Just like everybody else. But you could outwork them. 
Well, it was hot down south. You come from Africa. Suppose all of the work started up in Alaska. You, <laughs> you they went and got some white folks. Man, send them niggas back to Africa. They up here talking about they got all them clothes on. Come on, don't get mad at me. When black folks go in the house in November, they ain't coming out till spring. Now, some of them will ski high, Andy. Some of them will do all that, but uh, the majority of black folks is going to get warm. It's in their content. It's racially known. When you make Letterman in them, suppose Letterman hell of their day. What, what happens if they were, say, 80 years ago in making with the jokes? Well, they were. I got mad when you fired the Greek. I ain't going to never get over that. One of the most ignorant things I've ever seen in my life. You can joke, but see, if you joke publicly, bullshit. Them black guys, was they had managers. They started getting real business-like. And, 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 and it was negotiations at the, at the table over the contract. That's why you did that. And you paid him extra to go, too. Him and all the rest of them. Yeah, but all these many years later, these guys start signing contracts in a hundred and twelve million dollars. Good God Almighty! Are they still playing football? Yeah. You know what you did wrong? Stay there and don't get angry with me. Because it fits yesterday. You know what you did wrong? You Henry Forded it. Hello Henry Ford III. Everything America did. Now watch because I'm going to show you. Everything you have done, you put it in an assembly line process. Even a thought, an idea. Ain't nobody paid me for nothing yet. That God said just stay there and listen. Now watch. And when I tell you, bring it to the surface. An idea can only be paid for once because of racial connotation, that bullshit tax system. You haven't paid for it once and you don't know it. Why don't it stop? Because you, listen, you want me to sin with you. A pastor told me 25 years ago, then you'd be all right if you sin with him. He was talking about the black church. If you sin with the black church, you'll be just fine. Come to find out the Masons was running the black church. Well, if they hadn't, there wouldn't have been a bill paid. Ain't that right, boys? The girls. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. The people would have been individual. Thank you, Lord. But a church functioning without the Prince Hall Masons, there wouldn't be a black church. I said that for my white brethren to know. Get up off the bullshit, you knew it. And now you're in a position you can't even say it. I'll say it for you, that's my calling. But not for one person, for all people all over the globe, especially today in South Africa. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, that's Prince Hall Masons and the White Masons all over the globe. Now all I want you to know is that you've got to make some changes. You have to make some changes in your implementation. 
Alright. Now when you hear these things in the scripture, you can really know that, well, we're black though. We're white though. No, no. There are, there, there, there's never been anything racially led out of this holy Bible for anybody. And you're all doing it, America. But see, this is a holy Christian Bible, and the Koran had little power then. You ignored and tried to jump Joe Slick. Well, that's Judaism, and, and, and the Jew has that. Well, you're not a Christian unless you can believe that. You do understand that, don't you? No, you don't. You down here in Germantown. When they started... Now watch, and I wasn't here. I wasn't born again there. Let me tell you what God told me happened. You know where you got all these towns that have names of towns down here in little Germany? New German town. New this, new that. Those were people who weren't going to accept. Wait a minute. Come on, Bumper, help me. Come on, you black clothes-wearing people. Listen to what God's saying. Every time a group found it, wait a minute, there's no racial connotations in this Bible. But they were German who killed the Jew, who you thought was racially created. Stay there, let's repeat it. I want my babies to know it. Soups people, I want them to know it. Down there in you know, the little town Ephrata at the cloister. Get you something else to hang on the wall. You've been suffering for no reason, dummy. The Jew is not being blessed because he's racial. The Jewish race. Hebrew bullshit. Why well, see, you gotta understand them Philistines. The Philistines were Gentiles or heathens. One big nation with a lot of little nations made up the heathen. The rest was the Jew. I don't like, you don't wouldn't have nothing to do at church, would you? Elder, you gonna, how am I gonna keep them coming here? First of all, if you still drawing them, you ain't got no damn church. You got a hall, some kind of rotary, American Legion. That's the church in America. Stay there. Ain't no spirit. Where there is no spirit, there is no life. And everything in there is done exactly like every other organization, and yet it's called the church. That's because you allowed the word non-profit control, keeping the cost, paying the cost, counting the cost, and then you went into the scriptures and stood up in your pulpit and fooled your people. The Bible says count the cost. You're going to hell. You're going to burn forever if you don't repent of that bullshit. And then think of all the people that have died in your church. God is wrath. But he's a forgiving God. If you would have listened on page 60 
section M when the whole nation of human beings, people, were forgiven. You want your human doing forgiven. God said, I didn't record it. I'm going to make one big fire and burn the whole blankety thing. Well, see, God knows I did this. and God, No, he doesn't. He knows if you sinned or you praised him. You want him to put the screw. Lord, you was there that day. I couldn't make that boat sitting up there. No, I made it because Bill Moomaw hollered up there. Make that boat and get your blade down here, Park. Ham. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Evidence. You've been saying God's been in all, and when I couldn't find this. And well, see, that works with them idea people, which is intangible, which gets blessed once for it. But when you get down here to production and working, especially manufacturing, uh, you got to come to grips with something. You lied on God. You had a foreman, why would God have to holler at you? You know what, oh, my God said Bill Moomaw was God. No, but I'll show you something. In the book of Philemon, those guys that, that will be safe, they helped me in certain areas. In a white world, it was tough. They knew I could do it. They didn't know if I was going to stand for that bullshit from every one of them. So they kind of make the peaceful way. But what did Christ do? So what did the Apostle Paul do? Uh, Bill, I don't know where your family is. You, 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 I understand you may have children, or I don't know. But I know Joe, and, and that was your brother. Now let me, let me say something to you. Go to the book of Philemon. Let's get practical here. We work together and spend a lot of time together. Let's do something good for those who come behind us in a way that this thing can get broadened and open up. I'm a union man. I've seen half of the town looking at me funny. Well, you did that four or five times over the last 20 years. But you didn't mind me making you money. So don't give me that bullshit. You didn't mind the result then don't mind the motive. Philemon, Paul said, look, Park got drunk and didn't show up for work. <laughs> you there, boys? Let's cut to the chase. So Park went out and told him not to go out till Friday. We needed to hold off one day and we was going to kick it on Thursday and Friday we done. No. The Bible said, Paul said, I want you to accept Onesimus. He ran away once, but he's been helping me. He's a better person now. And when he comes back, give him his job back. You didn't know the Bible covered everything we ever did, every thought we ever had, every conversation we ever made. And there wasn't a racial connotation in it. That explains the statement that God brought up last week. If you can't work with a white man, it's your fault. 
This whole globe sitting on edge caused the black man, the Spanish man, and they're all aiming right across the Negro. Dummy, we ain't get paid yet. Well, if you don't get your act together, the Spanish gonna collect your check. I don't like this. Yes, you do. Refreshing, isn't it? This thing called the truth. See, they will learn how to get along with the white man by doing what they've always done. The Japanese did it at RCA right here in Lancaster when I was a contractor for AT&T and Bell Telephone. They spoke their own language except when they wanted you to learn something. Then they spoke English. They ran in crowds of four, five, and six. I was in Chicago, Illinois. Walking, I was sitting on the bench, I was waiting to, for my train to go through, and I noticed something. Even in Chicago, what caught me was, I see, saw this everywhere. They were always four, five, six in a group. Never one, never one individual Japanese in those days did you see walking the streets of America. And they overtook you first by that which you saw. And the picture turned into your own words, and you interpreted it. It's just in reverse. And they've been leading you. Where? Up in this electronic age. Japan been leading you for 20 years. And the white man, he just let anything happen. He just let him lead him, but it, not really, see, bullshit! You're no different than the black man. Tom, your Uncle Tom, but where? Spiritually. Now I had to use that terminology because that's how we understand it. And this is what I'm trying to say to the Spanish. You better learn English. You don't know how we do things. And you're going to hop in there with numbers. I'm, I'm watching this. The European, massive numbers. The Spanish, massive numbers. The American Negro and the American white man. <laughs> you, you deserve to be scared, but temporarily, I'm an American. But if I don't bring it to your attention, you're going to lie and keep right on having babies. Stay in the house and don't have no babies. You got no problem with the elder. Because God wouldn't have nothing to correct you. But you want to keep having you. Oh, he looked just like his daddy. <laughs> his daddy's buddy said, I hope to God that child don't look like. And then them womb bears. That's the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life. Now, if a Spanish don't learn English, have you ever wondered why people are afraid of Americans? We talk much trash. All power people always did. How could the Negro walk up and down the street talking trash? Yeah, baby, blah, blah. The whole globe want to kill us. We leading everybody, got millions and billions of dollars, and he knew it. He didn't understand it, but he knew it. You know what his grand, great-grandpop told his grandpop and on down till it got to him? Hell, you ain't gonna get no mortgage. You ain't gonna get no loan. Let's go get a beer. You know what my daddy told me one time? Stay with me. 
He said, Daddy, you finish work? I said, till Monday. This was Wednesday. He was already up in years. He said, hell, let's go get drunk. Damn poor. <laughs> he said, we had about three drinks and rolled out in the white neighborhood. I'm steady driving. He said, I wonder what the poor people doing. They off working. See, he knew what rich was. Rich is not money. Rich is freedom. Rich is your own schedule. Rich is your own health. Rich is your own boss. That was Gat Brown. Three years older. You thought you taught me what money was. You know how I learned not to love money? One statement that never left me. Now I told Junior, I didn't tell Sean. Sean would have lit my fire. We done worked like a dog and didn't get my, So I never said it to him. Here, here's what. Throw it all up in there. And all that stays up there save. I never had a love for money. What do you do with your own stuff? Hell, it's yours. Burn it. Why can't do that? Then it's not really yours. You don't control it. You don't own it. You just have it. He was teaching me how the white man had... I do it safely now. See, there were never, ever any racial instructions in the Holy Scriptures. They were misinterpreted. Now, I got to go further than that. Who did the work before the slaves? The white man enslaved the poor man. Where? In his spirit and mentally. So you like to blame all this so you can roll it with the, ready, racial connotations of slavery. Bullshit. The Egyptian did not have the Israeli, the, the Jew, the Israelite in slavery because they were racially different. Put them to work. If you don't put them to work, they're going to fight us. Let's go to Iraq, 2003, Thursday morning. What did I tell you God said yesterday? If you put them to work, they won't fight you. Well, Al-Qaeda, come on, I'm going to tell you what God woke me up with this morning. No. You know Osama bin Laden, they ain't going to let us build no mills. Do you know that boy's background? I imagine you gave him enough reason to hate you while his father was doing business with you. And he behaved until the right time and one of you in the white construction world did something so damaging to this man's father's company that he... Now watch, you like people to suddenly get mad. People don't get suddenly mad and start a war. People don't get suddenly mad and devise a plan that takes a whole year and a half to carry out. And I'm going to talk to all of you, including Mr. Bin Laden. People have to go to work. 
Now, some of you are going to get terribly upset with me. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to the Italian to see if he got some sense. And remember, I'm using history. First of all, the mob controls their labor. How? In the way it can be controlled. If you make the deal right in Iraq, you know who will be your best police force? That's what the hell they've been trying to tell you every day. The terrorists would be your police force. The problem is you can't commit crime and thievery. You have to quit lying and make the deal straight. And those bad Muslims that would blow up the plant or tear up your equipment and ruin caterpillars. No, no they wouldn't because Osama bin Laden would issue an order. How's the job going? Stunner! How's the job going? Well, so-and-so said if you don't put some of uh, uh, the uh, Pakistanis on the job, they're going to do so-and-so. You look over in Pakistan, they blow that damn building up. No, you don't like to grow up, do you? You want to play some little pansy-ass game like you did and all the mills are gone and you're riding through the shopping center? No! It's over! Now here's what has to happen. You keep bouncing, you have a man in charge that can get this done. Just like that. Now you're working on pulling him back in America. That's why he makes so many trips to the White House. His job ain't over there, it costs too much money to keep flying him back and forth across the ocean. Get over there and get the job done. What do you need to get it done? Well, the president can't say that. Bullshit. You know what I would do? Now hear me well, and thank God I ain't never going to be in politics, God told me I can't. But let me tell you what I do, you never hear about it. Get the job done. Well we can't get workers. Would you please call General Lynch and have him dispatch every red horse unit in this country. And I want it done. I want it set up. I want it running. You got 60 days, Jack. And while they're working, you got the Corps engineer. Don't hand me none of your bullshit. I've been looking at this and involved in it for years. And this day was going to come because you were going to do what MacArthur did. Now, the Japanese know how you were successful at it and kept them somewhat subdued over the years and they're angry and they're they're undermining the cause of reconstruction in Iraq because of the manner in which you defeated them stay there went in and humiliated them they didn't all commit Harry Carey many of them did in their spirit in their worship of Buddha that's not my call my friend and I'm not your enemy, I'm God's friend. 
but those are the children of the children. The greatest humiliation was the rebuilding of Japan. And that's what's being done in Iraq. And the reason you have to do it, as Ezra and Nehemiah did, is that you're Judeo-Christian. If you don't do it that way, it will not work. You'll end up, as I predicted, Iraq is just an extended neighborhood of Israel, Palestine, and Jerusalem. Exactly alike. Doing the exact same thing. To keep it off American soil. So here's what you do. Go to work. Israel almost did, every time they get close to a peace agreement with the Palestinians, the jobs open up. Then it closes back again. Fences go up to keep each other from going to work. Labor. Labor is the gold of this globe now. Because whoever's stuck. Now you heavy set people, don't get me wrong, I just happen to be born real skinny. But, uh, you've got to understand that this is how America appears to the enemies that are active that you cannot get the job done that America's healthy 40 to 50 year old bullshit and going to the mall and exercise I've been around I've seen you at gold I've seen you with that bullshit all the girls with curves and all that's wonderful in that shopping center but it won't work where manufacturing was is and the money to pay for it it's an idea it's an illusion it's bullshit you gonna eat just as much and if your metabolism is going to make you fat, you're going to get fat. Fat women's husbands don't leave them. Skinny women's husbands. job descriptions please note these are for all people who have existed and ever will in a human life form period so the Lord God said to the serpent because you have done this you will be punished you are singled out from all domestic and wild animals of the whole earth to be cursed you will grovel in the dust as long as you live crawling along on your belly from now on you and the woman will be enemies and your offspring and her offspring will be enemies he blank will crush blank your blank head and you blank will strike his heel you fill in the blanks you know how it started then he said to the woman you will bear children blank with intense pain and suffering and through your desire blank will be for your husband he blank will be your master 
and to Adam blank. He said, because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit I told you not to eat, I have placed a curse on the ground. All your 255 life, you 255 will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. All your 255 life, you will sweat to produce food until your 255 dying day. Then you 255 will return to the ground from which you 255 came. For you 255 were made from dust and to the dust you 255 will return. Not N slash A, not applicable race. N slash A, noticeably absent race. We are the only people on the whole earth, Manoah's globe, who believe that Jesus Christ the Messiah has already come. Read and lead accordingly. Put the globe 255 to work with their hands. Just do it. Shut your mouth, Christian. Signed, Elder Park. Doubt is an emotion separate from all others. Satan introduced this emotion into the woman Eve who is referred to as the mother of every father's family. This begins in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was the shrewdest of all the creatures the Lord God had made. Really, he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat any of the fruit in the garden? In Genesis chapter 3 verse 2, of course we may eat it, the woman told him. Continued in verse 3, 3, it's only the fruit from the tree at the center of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God says we must not eat it or even touch it, error or we will die. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 and 2, Satan introduced doubt. In verse 3, doubt introduced error. In verse 4, error introduced dialogue. In verse 5, dialogue introduced sin. In verse 7, sin introduced spiritual death. Galatians 3.13, but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scripture, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Therefore, until this day, doubt is used to strengthen the other natural emotions. We are born with. Satan has always been aware of this and used it to steal, kill, and destroy in the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We now have knowledge of his, Satan's device and can defend ourselves and our brothers and sisters in the Lord against the enemy's attack. Signed, Elder Park.
Acts chapter 15. Council at Jerusalem. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the Christians, unless you keep the ancient Jewish custom of circumcision taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas, disagreeing with them, argued forcefully and at length. Finally, Paul and Barnabas were sent to Jerusalem, accompanied by some local believers to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia and Samaria to visit the believers. They told them much to everyone's joy that the Gentiles too were being converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas were welcomed by the whole, whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported on what God had been doing through their ministry. But then some of the men who had been Pharisees before their conversion stood up and declared that all Gentile converts must be circumcised and be required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and church elders got together to decide this question. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God, who knows people's hearts, confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he gave him to us. He made no distinction between us and them, for he also cleansed their hearts through faith. Why are you now questioning God's way by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear. We believe that we are all saved the same way by the special favor of the Lord Jesus. There was no further discussion 
And everyone listened as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they had finished, James stood and said, Brothers, listen to me. Peter has told you about the time God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for himself. And this conversion of Gentiles agrees with what the prophets predicted. For instance, it is written, Afterward, I will return, and I will restore the fallen kingdom of David. From the ruins, I will rebuild it. And I will restore it. So that the rest of humanity might find the Lord, including the Gentiles. All those I have called to be mine. This is what the Lord says. He who made these things known long ago. And so my judgment is that we should stop troubling the Gentiles who turn to God. And so my judgment is that we should stop troubling the Gentiles who turn to God, except that we should write to them <clears throat> and tell them to abstain from eating meat sacrificed to idols, from sexual immorality, and from consuming blood or eating the meat of strangled animals. For these laws of Moses have been preached in Jewish synagogues in every city on every Sabbath for many generations. The spiritual sin crime is a crime against scripture. In this particular segment of scripture I read you, let's identify the actual scripture that the sin crime was committed against by the Jewish people of that day and Peter and James 
had to correct them. Paul brought that information. Now watch. The crime that was committed against the scriptures is found in Acts chapter 15, verse 5. Get a pencil. Circle it in your Bible. This is a place where you can begin to learn how judgment is properly done according to Almighty God. In verse 5. But then, some of the men who had been Pharisees full of Gamaliel's Hebrew bullshit, just like Paul. <laughs> Why do you think Paul said it? How did he know for sure? To bring this before those who didn't even think he was called as an apostle. Because on the road to Damascus, Saul went down and Paul got up. But Paul had no doubt, because he couldn't see, naturally, to have that picture turned into words in his head and having been a Pharisee, having learned this bullshit, he would have believed as his fathers on the other side of the flood. Absolutely. And he could not have done God's will. Mary didn't take the chance. God didn't take the chance. God never took the chance. No, 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 and he repeated it with Paul. Mary had a God. We know that. No, you know Mary had God to have Jesus. But Mary kept a God before she was pregnant, during her pregnancy, and after her pregnancy. And Jesus was not her God. Are you understanding me? God was still her God. Jesus grew up and said he was the son of God. He didn't say, Mother, I'm your God. He didn't tell his family that. But Mary had a God. Mary was serving God when God came. While God was in her. And when God left her and worked in her son. She still had her God. Her womb. Her feminism. And you want to equate her to a spiritual saint and forget that it's necessary for you to have a greater cloud of witnesses. And one of them got to be a woman with a womb. Why didn't you just stick with Mary? Why don't you just stick with Mary? Because it affects the Buddhists. It affects the Hindu. It affects every human being on earth that worships. Not Jesus. Jesus is the argument. Mary. Why? 
he got a woman. Now, in the globe today, what he does is he cares more for his woman than the American white man does. Straight up, you've been dogging your woman for 50 years. Until now, she is your enslavement. It's true. She got to work, and she got a womb console you. Her calling that's black, backed by God and blessed is that she activate that womb and continue to nurture from her breast. You can do neither. And you insist on taking this garbage around the globe. Well, nobody really pays attention to spiritual, everybody but America. See, you Americans don't put God first. You become mighty and strong and mental and highly educated. Well, the rest of the globe is not falling into that trap as of yet. There will be a day that's coming as you see in the unionizing of the European nations. The Antichrist is going to have every nation on earth. And right before he wipes out parts of America, the church is gone. And the rest of America will join him. Now you keep in mind, we're going to leave you. Those of us who believe in, as you say on the streets, the hereafter. As we say in the church, eternal life. Suddenly you're realizing that we're not as strongly attached to your way of thinking. That's what happens after you pass back through the girls, through their wounds. Forget that tuss, the little tuss, the middle tuss, and the old tuss. No, no, how about that womb? If you learn to know the Bible and God's ways through the womb of your female, and then you know you have to protect that female because she has a womb, not because she has a tuss. You wouldn't have tusses laying over there. Americans never had to do that with a gun in her hand. Blonde hair, blue eyes, 98 pounds. You were saved from that. You ran out of England because of that. You started your own country because of that. Freedom of worship and your woman could be free. Walk the streets at night instead of scared, locked up in a house. You've tried every geographical area in this country to try to reestablish that. And what I just read you, you should be picking up on it spiritually by now. He said he's going to rebuild it. Buddha doesn't want you to rebuild Iraq. You need to take the blame where it belongs and stop. There is no racial connotation that says you can hate the Japanese. I don't care if you did go to war, that was error. The First World War was error. And every war all the way back to Cain's school system was error. It's not an intentional thing to line men and women up to kill and destroy and save the rest to be enslaved. You say you didn't put them in slaves. I'll take you back to every war that's ever taken place and the people that were left, you enslaved the mentality and the way they have to live after you became the victor or there was no purpose in going to war. And that's what the Muslim people are trying to tell you. You can't pull it off. You don't know our God. And they stash these people away. 
their leadership. They got more sense than you do. You got GW exposed with his voice and his mannerism to every person in the entire globe. When's the last time you really saw Osama bin Laden? Saddam Hussein. You're ignorant, unlearned, and unskilled, and you're wrong. And I'm American, and I'm down in that excavated ditch with you, with the other millions of Americans. With this bullshit that you believe that God would be racial. That it was possible for God to be racial. Never has been. Now even the slave is enslaving. My babies can't handle the bullshit. Look at them. Exodus don't know what's going on yet. Why is he sitting over there with that white boy? He, he, he don't understand that. Why don't he understand it? Roots and rudiments. Roots and rudiments are adult behavior in front of your children. Now what happened here? They committed a crime. These chosen people of God. But who led, <laughs> who reared them up? The rabble on the street? The criminal? The drug dealer? Bullshit. I told you that in Harrisburg. You was lying. You was trafficking in, in drugs and you was judges, lawyers. Why? Because the white man suddenly had some an influx of cash. And, and he, he wasn't committing a crime he didn't know. Stay there. All over this country it happened. Then the big drug war. And then you shifted it all. Now stay with me. You tried that bullshit on Turkey and they won't buy it. All drugs grown in Turkey has to be sold to the government. Now down Colombia you set up an army. You see, you got to understand this bullshit you have done, are doing, and don't know how to do anything else. Exactly. What percentage of people in America were actually using illegal drugs? To command a drug war that spent billions of dollars with police and armored vehicles and airplanes. You are a lie. You know you're lying. And you Henry Ford did that. Stay there. Now I'm trying to show you how you commit crimes and against what? Against the original job descriptions. Against the labor agreement between a man and a woman and his God. And every time you do that, you only know the successful end. Labor. Now, down the middle. That was Henry Ford. I mean, one guy did this much in the product shifted a little more another guy did that another guy did that in the meantime they was home doing the do and this guy had a baby this week and next week the guy next guy's wife had a baby and then the kids went to school and this one graduated then eventually the one next door grad everything is done assembly line by human beings in America as long as I can remember until eventually there were no human beings their bodies 
That's what the Bible. If you knew your Bible, God kept warning you, if you keep doing this, if you keep doing this, it's going to become you. You'll be known as. You'll have to follow that. You won't worship me. And then one day I'm going to stop the, bam, stop the line. You'll worship me in spirit and truth. And that day is here and now. He stopped the assembly line, American. Now, while you were going to church, you Henry forwarded that. You made sure the time was allotted properly. Don't you realize what we've done in our mechanized industrial? And then a genius came along and said, wait a minute. Hold it. Let's let the machine do that. That was fear of God. Let, let's build a machine can do that. They knew God. Whoa. Whoa. Nobody was being human. And everything was working smooth for the body, then how in the hell did all of you get sick? Now, know that makes sense for me to ask that question now. How did we get so much illness and sickness and handicap in a country that was operating like that? Well, see, you we caught the disease. You a lie. You caught the doctors. Why? One of the guys in the mill said, you know, I don't want my son to be this, and perhaps he could help all of mankind. Right there you sinned. You're lying. You want your son to work in America. Why are you going to send him to a country can't pay him? Why, why are you going to send him to a country where the wages are lower, where the dangers of him getting the disease? You're lying. Listen to me, people. You did all this before God. And the Pharisees is why Jesus had to come. Let's go to it again. What was this terrible crime? that the people committed. These were the leaders. And they held the key to the scriptures from all the other people. Mm -mm. Verse 5 said, But then some of the men who had been Pharisees before their conversion stood up and declared, Look at all them people. Man, they're going to do us. Remember what we did to so <laughs> You know, I was serving up that one synagogue that time. That guy told me, someday, I'm going to tear your stinking head off. Now the day done come. He done got converted. There's a danger zone. Let me tell all of you been born again. Remind some of you and alert those that are coming. There's a period when you get born again, you don't know who you did what against. You're just praising God. And then God gradually evolves you into a clearer understanding. That's so-and-so, man. I used to go with that man's wife. Uh, that's what happens to deacons. Watch them. <laughs> because of all the Hebrew bullshit. I ain't on deacons. Ain't nobody on earth know the white man like black deacons. They know him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. They know what he going to do. They know what he can do. They know if he's saved or if he's lying. They know if he's the boss. They know everything. The deacons. That was their job. And they pass it on. Were you ever a deacon? No, thank God. That's a heavy burden. In most church circles, you're right beside the Pharisee. 
You do realize that, don't you? Well, no. See, you're scared of what makes everybody think. By lowering yourself to the standard of sending Jesus Christ to Gamaliel School. Now, you got to understand something. You know what you would have done? Let me read it again. Give you something to think about. But then some of the men who had been deacons before their conversion stood up and declared that all Gentile, all them worldly people, all them non-blacks in the AME church, get them girls, light their fire. But then some of the men who had been deacons before their conversion stood up and declared that all the new ones must be. Well, now, boy, let me tell you something. You got to spend time with me. Why? You ignorant. <laughs> I never went to be a deacon. Me and you would have fought. See, I never fought with anybody. I've been saved 25 years. I ain't never had a fight. I didn't want to fight in the first 34 years, and I got beat up. Now watch. All Gentile converts must be circumcised and be required to follow the law of the church. Because that's all he knew. Now he was free and saved and became a deacon, and the law went back on him. Come on, deacon. The law went back on you. All those restrictions, and you said, I don't want a part of the Old Testament. Because it dealt with your body, your actions, your thinking. And you handicapped your own personal life for the church, and you thought that was a gesture that honored God. No, it didn't. You forgot to stay free. Galatians 3.13 sets you free. You went back to the law of Moses in a Christian church where Christ is leading. We've been lying, bullshitting, stumbling and fumbling in our thinking and run home. You ran your house the same way. And many of your children and mine got in a lot of trouble. And that's why I'm bringing it out. No. Bullshit. The crime against the scripture, against the explanation. You got to remember how this thing started. Paul and his buddy Barnabas, they were at Antioch of Syria. Some men from Judea, another town, arrived and began to teach the Christians. They weren't teaching Jews. They were teaching the converted now you got to grab that. These people had already stopped being Jews and accepted Christ and here come them Hebrew bullshitters from another town and brought chaos and confusion in the church to born again people. You say nothing about they were teaching racial 
racially. No, they were after the Christ in a human being. And they wanted to change their mind back to the way they understood it. And they had the control of the church. Their rules came from Rome, Catholic, rudiment, there he is. Poor black boy ain't got a chance. None but a baby. Well, you need to get rid of the devil. Well, you need to get some roots. How the hell are you going to use the devil to be devil? Jesus, they tried that on Jesus. You're doing that in the name of Beelzebub. Roots. Stay there. All up in your universities, Howard and Hampton, don't give me that bullshit. Them old women, them old black women with wombs that never been born of God and they all up in the church and everywhere. They always got a little side thing. No, you know, I don't have to be there. They got a little something to keep there just in case that Jesus stuff. Just in case the educated manner in which the kids come home from college and they got just like taking government money and instead of charging them in school because they ain't got nothing to eat. You took the damn money and paid for the home keeping of the whole family. College money! It's not that you did it. It's that you're doing it and can't get out of it, can you? The Secretary of Education can't get you out of that. Let me clear something about uh, each of these regimes that take over in Washington. The sins against the scripture. And you can holler about John Ascroft all you want. He's limited in his authority. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He'll never get the church to convict you of sin. That's a crime. Because you won't let him. And you don't get no freer and no better. But you don't pull that bullshit on Osama bin Laden and the Muslims. They ain't coming. They got a hot arm. It's called terror. Now I don't care whether you like it. You need to listen to it. The mob in every nation in this globe. Polices their own. Let me repeat it. You got American soldiers over there. They haven't the slightest idea what they're doing or why. We're almost at Vietnam. You can check the Japanese, Chinese, North Korean, and all isms in every belief other than Christianity. You know what happens if you're a success? Well, they all think, no, 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 no. What happens if you're a success? then Ishmael has a right in your Bible. Be true, wouldn't it? The question of Muhammad would have to be settled between the Muslim factions, not Christian versus Muslim. 
It's that bullshit those other gods did. And they got you defending yourself, spending all of your... You have to pay to start the war, run the war, end the war, based upon your past performance. Well, you need to stop at Vietnam and stop going back to World War II. What did you rebuild after Vietnam? Cambodia? Did you go over there and start that, or weren't the French there before? Why in the hell didn't they rebuild it? Because they're in Europe. See, nobody wants the average person to be able to know the whole picture. And so you get bits and pieces from the media. That's their job. And pretty soon you get disgruntled and dissatisfied, and, this, that, and that, they're Satan. Now, as sad as it may seem, if you're unsaved, this is going to bother you. Everything God promised is going to come true. The Antichrist is going to pull together the nations of the globe. And what's he going to do? Now, see if you can understand this. The thief cometh, John 10, 10. The thief cometh to but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come to give you life and life more abundantly. However, Jude 11 says... This is the content of my last enemy. Cain who killed his brother. Born to you. Balaam who will do anything for money. And Korah who is supreme rebellion. It's going to come true. It's coming true. It's happening right now. It was prepared along the way by the many antichrists. Anti-Christian belief against thinking they had the power to win over against the living God who came into Mary. And so very simply, everybody has been made naked, spiritually naked before God. It happened once before when he said, Noah, start building me an ark. I'm going to make naked those who are against my will. Every living human being, I'm going to reveal their thought life. And he does that by preparing a way for you to investigate. So, I was going to continue with this. I think when I get a break, I'll have it typed up, put it in one of our periodicals and you can finish it yourself for a dollar now there's something I came across that I need to deal with oh don't get scared come on we just getting started but it's necessary to go into the afternoon if you have section M turn to page 53 see there's Mary and Mary's babies now Mary's babies be around the night. They, they ain't I saw the little girl or the lady that uh, one of my jackets, my model, see this model up here, I had sweatshirts made and the jackets made and then my sport coat done. I saw her and I uh, looked to be a young teenage boy and a teenage girl over at Walmart last evening. Well, I, I was listening to the rest of my tape last night and I suddenly remembered something. 
you know, you could have knit this thing together, but what you've shown me is that you still have a fight over labor white on white in Lancaster County. And that the judgment, the lawyers, they're all making the money in construction and the workers are getting laid off. And when construction's not going, you can't buy products. When you can't buy products, I thought of her. That's a manufacturing concern. Concern. If, they, if manufacturing go, the lady ain't going to have no job. Nobody can buy anything. And the Mennonites got his head down in the sand again. This time you're going to pay a dear price. I know you do too much business with China and Japan, the knees people. I know that the Negro and his sports and his billions of dollars are so tied up in Japan, they can't insist on anything. And when you reach the status of Titus, you know what Paul told Titus? Insist! That's where you're having your problem. Oh, uh, stay there. You reached in your home. Now take it with your family when they, they insist. Then be a leader. What can I do? Be a leader. Where? Home. Then you'll understand why we will get in deep, deep problems or build those mills like God said. You're dealing with the two of his natural children killing each other. Well, we have nothing to do right then. What the hell are you doing over there? You're not going to get the horse killed. I told, I promised them that when God sent me there. You are not going to get these people killed for nothing. We're going to get something out of it. Now, a rock is no more than the playground of Israel and Palestine. It's exactly the same. The game is the same. The results are the same. The victories and the losses. Totally identical. Because if you hadn't went there, they was coming here. Now, I don't expect GW or any of the people. How you doing, Condi and Colin? I, I don't expect you to ever say that. But I know you know that. And they still bullshitting here in America, selling that propaganda that the day after the towers went down, we finally got this straight. You ain't got nothing straightened out. And you're not going to. This is spiritual. Why do you think I'm teaching you about crime against the scriptures? Which is you going against God's will. Now we need to go to work. Stop hollering jobs unless you're going to take one. We ain't got no jobs. We need to stop immigration. If the people went home, hell, half of you'd starve to death. That are so affluent. I told the middle class, you can't be rich. You don't know how. Rich people eat less. <laughs> They'll pay and go get a room for $700 a night. Pay $400 for a dinner. And didn't eat enough to fill two people up. Well, now, there must be a hierarchy. You hate that, don't you? Why? 
Why? If you hate it so much, why'd you try to be like it? The all the middle class, because you went through that Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> you were supposed to keep pretending. That's a pretense. You know when your little daughter got lipstick all over and earrings hanging and shoes that big? You say, oh, isn't she what? And then she come home at 19. Her earrings, is, this happened in America, her earrings is too big. Her hair standing straight up in there. And she got on combat boots and the evening dress. <laughs> and you still laughing. You laughed your way until they said, hey, oh, we can start this and get a hold of Sasha's little girls when they five and six years old and get them some games. You better leave my family alone. I'm not playing with you. I'm telling the whole world, one of them crazy enough to kill you, straight up and on the table. I know what I'm doing. I know what God told me to do. There's no way to stop Americans from dogging each other. Why do you think the man hit and ran? Because the Indians hit and ran out in the West. They did not. The Africans hit and ran down Africa and left Britain standing out there in their red coats. Why do you think Osama hit you and went away? It's in your mind. It's in your mentality. Your problem is not your generals. It's your privates. Let me repeat it again. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard. Your problem is not in your officers. It's in the trenches. He's defeating you with so many numbers of so many people who have no idea what faith is. And all they gotta do is hit every now and then. And let you think. Why do you think they, <laughs> when they don't hit America, they hit America's suburb, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is a suburb of America, except it has a king like England. It has a princely family, so they just fire up the rabble, not the poor, the rabble of the poor. You know how long Saudi Arabians would last if there was no royal family? You got a lot to learn, American. You over in Africa trying to turn it in. When, when you make a democracy, being democratic is a human doing, not a human being. I done told you, you need a king. He's coming. And everybody said, no he's not. And you're trying to ruin him and all that bullshit. He's still going to be king. Now let's see what Raincoat would do in five minutes. I mean, he looked at the evidence, and he's got to get somebody guilty. And he does it, I watched it the other day for the first time in a couple of years. Oh, he makes you doubt. Why? It's the only entrance to guilt. I just read doubt to you. Oh, I should have.
Eve did not suffer temptation for quite a while, stand up there bullshitting with Satan. Are you, all of you grab this. I'm tempted. And so you blow your marriage. Oh no, you wasn't just tempted. And you've had counseling and all that. No, no, you don't need counseling. You, you need the Holy Scriptures. You need to know how doubt came in, whether mom's tush was still good enough by itself for you. Not guilt after you tested it. And that would give you the time to say, wait a minute. If she was old as my wife, she wouldn't have any moves. If she was busy as my wife, she wouldn't have time for me. Now, you know, you think Satan don't give you that amount of time? No, he doesn't give it to you. God does. God does. Tell you what, I'm going to save raincoat for this afternoon because I think we need to do doubt again. I really, I, I, look, there's no point in me preceding you beyond that which you can use. There are the pastors who are nurturing you in other ways, other teachers and preachers, but I am after you so that you will change your result-oriented mind. All right. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. That's the job description. Does anybody out there know where I can find doubt? Oh my goodness. I can't find doubt. It's got to be there. Stay there. Doubt, doubt, doubt. That's what you get for changing. Shut up. Oh, 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 oh. Where's doubt? Do you know where it is? Oh. I can't find it in the magazine. Oh dear, let's go to Genesis. I have to use the Bible. I ain't got no, I don't have no copy of this. I don't know where it is in there. You don't have no copy, I got it and can't find it. Oh my God, what are we going to do? We're going to go to the Bible. That's where it all came from. The man and woman sin. Now we know it's a crime. Same Bible, always been there. The understanding wasn't there. Now the serpent was the shrewdest of all the creatures the Lord God had made. Really, he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat any of the fruit in the garden? Of course we may eat it, the woman told him. It's only the fruit from the tree at the center of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God says, Era, we must not eat it or even touch it or we will die. Look at all that we and then the lie that God, she lied on God and included her man. And they ain't ever been separate since. You won't die, the serpent hissed. God knows that your eyes will be open when you eat it. You will become just like God, knowing everything. Now, you know where that fool got that from. <laughs> How could he say that to you? Because he convinced one-third of heaven 
He said it to those angels. He was the first one. Bullshit. Satan was able to take one third of God's creation and sell them that Gamaliel bullshit. And the Pharisee deacon got the same problem today. You're sitting up in these seminaries and theological and you come in and the deacon been there for 40 years. You know everybody, every hair on their head, what they do and do not have, how they lie and how they tell the truth. And you walk in there with your little lieutenant book and say, let me tell you something, deacon and trustees, I'm a different kind of preacher. Throw his blank out. You know how you do that? Stay home till he humble himself. Don't send him back to seminary. We got no money to waste. And he does, and he's brilliant, and he's human, and he's healthy, and he's young, and he's got a family. You stay home. You're humble. I'm preaching my first trial Sunday, sermon Sunday. Don't nobody show up. You're humble. You got to grow up. You're going to have to change your result-oriented methods, church. Get it over with. Cut the cost. You want to nurture him so you can get away with sin while he learning to be your pastor. And the devil said, y'all the biggest fools I ever seen in my life. No. Stay home till he humble himself the first day. He might quit the ministry. Bullshit. He got, he paid for that college education. And the bishop will beat him to death. He come running in there whining and crying. Make him grow up quick. These are the last times. Get you a good person right off the bat. Now, if you're wrong, he going to eat you up. If your motive is wrong, this is how we're getting Throw the deacon in the volcano. See if the dragon can get him. Deke, go tell the pastor, the new pastor that we we had invited somebody for that week that he's supposed to first start. <laughs> and let him and Deke go to it. What do you mean, brother? Deke will straighten him up. Let me tell you something, boy. I've been walking with God long and you've been pissing. Do you understand me? Now ain't nobody here but me and you. So you set this record straight. Oh no, we don't want to do that. So he gets up there and 365 years later, <laughs> here we are. Same bullshit. Same old weakness. But not the same old world. Are you listening to me? It's winding down. And you're in it. Now this thing about doubt, you won't die, the serpent hiss. God knows that your eyes will be open when you eat it. You will become just like God, knowing everything, both good and evil. The woman was convinced. The Bible says the woman was convinced by Satan. The Bible said the woman was convinced. The fruit looked so fresh and delicious, it would make her so wise. So she ate some of the fruit. She also gave some to her husband. Who was with her? Then he ate it. When he was with her, he heard Satan talking, dialoguing. 
but he wasn't built to defend her spiritually. They both depended on God every evening. And Jesus closed the book and sat down. Why didn't he do something? He was not created at that time. There was no sin. And he didn't have to defend her because there was no enemy. God handled Satan in the garden the whole time he was there. He came down every evening and ignored him. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. Oh, you Christians know how that feels. Pastor didn't say nothing to me. I don't know. You mean the Spirit of God didn't visit you, honey? The Spirit of God didn't say boo to you, and you've been to church 53 weeks this year. And the Spirit of God ain't said one thing to you. Well, Satan was there, and he was on punishment, and God ignored him and visited his children. <clears throat> hurt don't it no that's spiritual ouch where do you think you get that bullshit from somebody hurt you spiritually scripturally and you react naturally ah oh pastor I never played it I was so <laughs> where's he at him and them kids went to some action park or somewhere Look, 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 look. You had a God. I was a pastor. Are you asking to lay in them? Well, why don't he go here? No, you want to go and spend your time rescuing Church A on the second shift. You missed your Bible. Now, hear what I'm telling you right now. You missed your Bible. Now, I was spiritually led. I couldn't explain it, so I didn't get in the position to have to. I'm not going. You know what they said? I didn't hear them. And I'd be right back in the pulpit the next week. It must have confused them other pastors. But they loved me. You know why? At least it gave them a breath. These people won't do nothing right down here in Mennoniteville. Listen to me, Black Baptists up there, AME, and let me tell you something, what I found out again in the Mennonite church. They ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to do a thing. Send out some missionaries. You know how? They're going to send somebody somewhere else. To do, but they ain't going to do nothing down home. Remember, this is my down home. They ain't doing a thing. Stay up and on the table. And every Luther, <laughs> Presbyterian, Catholic, they all know it. But they own the land and control the bank. To the people in the bank shaking like a leaf, they going to hell. They ain't doing nothing. Now, now you got to understand the Bible was talking to everybody, Mennonites too. You're not doing anything, so you're going to hell. I'm saved. No, you're committing crimes against the scripture. You're going to hell. You're holding up you mankind with this bullshit. No, uh, we want to be good. No, you don't. You're lying. That's your form of worship so you can save enough strength to work your fool self to death on the land. How many people you killed? 
Now Mennonite women, the Amish women, the hardest working women, and beautiful. But you gotta like work to see the beauty. Hi girls. Oh yeah, God stuck right with it, Todd, I can explain it. Wow. That's a fine form of a woman. She got on nine dresses, an apron, a rag on her head. Yeah, but see, you have to like labor. I'm going to end it with this. You have to like labor to see the beauty in the Amish woman. You're on your lazy self. I love you, though. I love every one of you. This is Elder Park. Gave you a little something to think about. You went off and changed your clothes, but you still got the content of the Amish woman, and they don't find you beauty and still trying to see through them nine dresses. I love you. Have a great day. I'll see you right here. Have a great lunch. I'll see you right here at 2 o'clock. We'll get a little more, uh, as they say, fundamental. I love you.